You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. For their latest project, our guests today, songwriters Dean Wareham and Britta Phillips, incorporated original compositions as well as cover songs to create the soundtrack for 13 most beautiful songs for Andy Warhol's screen tests. Wareham and Phillips, formerly of the band Luna, and currently recording as Dean and Britta, will perform on stage with their band, while 13 Most Beautiful is projected on screen at the John Anson Ford Theater this Saturday, June 20th. In addition to 13 Most Beautiful, Dean and Britta have scored several films, most notably Noah Baumbach's The Squid and the Whale. Dean and Britta, welcome to film school. Good morning. How are you? Great. Really? <laughs> We're doing fine here. Well, this is our second call to New York City today. We wow. did a, we do a show prior to this one, and we, Why don't we, we just ta- move there, Mike. We should just move there. Yeah. Douglas Rushkoff was on earlier, so we were talking with him. So, I'm assuming it's good for you in New York as well today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not too sunny, but it's fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh, that's good. What was your uh, initial introduction to Warhol? Let's stop. Start with with Dean. What's the first exposure you had to to Warhol's work? Initial? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm probably watching uh, Robert Hughes's The Shock of the New right. on uh, TV when I was a teenager. God, I it, love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then um, I get reading about him through the Velvet Underground. I, I bought that uh, the, the the Victor Bacchus Gerard Malanga book, Uptight. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got a, I had a a poster with those, the, that self-portrait of Warhol uh, on my wall in college. Ah. That's my first introduction. What, which which self-portrait was it? Yeah. Um, it's kind of he's kind of like holding his 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 fingers in sort of a V shape in front of his face. Uh-huh. Double image. Yeah, yeah. So so did you aspire to be Andy at that time? <laughs> um, no, not to be him. I guess I would have liked it if he'd you know noticed me instead yeah. of Durant. Instead of Duran Duran, yeah. <laughs> when I think about his influence on music, I think you know first about the Velvet Underground, and, and then you th- and then you think about Duran Duran. I did not know that he had, in, in fact, been involved with Duran Duran. That's news. Well, to me. he just I saw him on MTV. He just he hung out with them. Oh, okay. He loved them. Of course, you can see why he would love them. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty. They were yeah. young. Okay. And most beautiful. Yes, and most beautiful. <laughs> and and Britta, what about you? Where did you first run into Andy? Um, I saw him at a restaurant in New York City when I first moved here, Indochine. That was my uh, introduction. I mean, I, I I knew a little bit about him before then, but I think that really um, piqued my interest to find out more. Unfortunately, it was the 80s, though, not the 60s. <laughs> so, so, so he wasn't in peak form. Uh, he he looked really cool, and he yeah. had you know a billion people around him, you know the entourage. Uh, so he was still very happening then, you know. Now, Just the rest of the world wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I understand that uh, initially you got a call from the uh, Andy Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh, uh, asking if you'd be interested in the product pr- project, and you both 
both were. Uh, but I, I hear that you went there and viewed a lot of the uh, the, the screen test and ha uh, got to decide which ones you'd like to. Uh, yeah, to we got score to pick for. them. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. I mean, what was what was the criteria? Did you have a something you were looking for? Well, I didn't know. You know, at first, I think I was just looking for the thirteen most beautiful, and I realized yeah. that was kind of silly. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he used to show them in a series of sometimes thirteen most beautiful girls or yeah. thirteen most beautiful boys. Uh -huh. Um, it was a long process whittling, whittling it down to, to 13 from, you know, I guess I, I probably looked at about 150, some mm -hmm. of them just very quickly. Yeah. Came home with about 40, and we, we started looking at those and thinking about music. And, and started uh, reading a lot about Warhol and memoirs by other people that have said those factory years. And, because most of these screen tests are shot between 64 and 66. Yeah. So those are the people we're dealing with. And I think uh, uh, the more I read about those people, the more I wanted to select people who were there, every day, people who were important at the factory, yeah. rather than just a, some famous actor. Yeah. I mean, even, even Dennis Hopper, who we selected, is, is, is important in, uh, in Warhol history. He was the first person to buy a, a soup can painting. Yeah. yeah that, that was uh, here in Los Angeles, where it showed... Yeah, and and yeah, and it, it, I don't think anyone really bought any of the the, uh, the uh, soup cans. Maybe a couple of them sold, and then they yeah. had to give had to give them back at the end because yeah. the dealer decided to keep all thirty-two together. Yeah. Wow, which was a good idea. Now, yeah. now, Britta, is in in a manner of speaking, is is this your? I mean, between you with you and Dean, is this your film project? Do you look at it as this was obviously this this is the work of Manny Warhol, but in putting together, you you're fashioning. Some statement you're making about uh, about Warhol and his work is this? Would you consider this your film? I would no. I wouldn't consider it our film. <laughs> well, and, um, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's. Um, it's kind of like scoring a film. It's sort of like somewhere between film score and music video, kind of half and half. And it, you know, that was kind of daunting at the beginning because it's a collaboration with Warhol, and you know, yeah. he's not here to say anything so <laughs> yeah but you you but you were in the process you i mean as dean described you were you were it was a process for you is to decide oh, yeah. which of these 13 you eventually ended up with oh yeah okay so in, in that sense yes i suppose although i wasn't even thinking of it that way at yeah. the time well, it depends if you look at it as, as 13 films or one film yeah did you ever right. say to yourself what would andy do yes we yeah. did say that, and, and it's, it's kind of a trick question and a, a mind-numbing <laughs> mind question, because who knows? Yeah. And, and I actually read that he said, do the easiest thing, which was always, even if we didn't do that, it would just relieve our stress for uh, the moment. Yeah. <laughs> now, sure. now uh, in, in putting the, the, these, uh, the songs to these different screen tests, uh, some were easier than others. Do you want to sort of describe uh, some of the ones that you... They were really more difficult to to uh, to find the right. Yeah, what was uh, the, the most difficult one? Yeah, music form. Ingrid Superstar. Huh. Was the most difficult, wasn't it? I think it was. I don't know why. Perhaps because she, uh, her test. A, a lot of these films they start out with the, with the person projecting one thing, and then they end up with something completely different. And yeah. she starts out all bubbly and happy and, and smiling, and by the end of it, she's in tears. Yes. And then you read about her like tragic disappearance yeah. in the eighties, and the, 
Yeah. What was it within the, uh, uh, her, her her initial uh, the start of her screen test? She's doing this thing with her hands and her fingers. It's and she Mike Mike was thinking that she was. It's an obscene gesture at some yeah. point, or she's, is it? She's definitely flipping a bird. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. In my mind. Yeah, I was tr- trying. She sort. You're right, but this transformation. She goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. But she looks to me. She looked uncomfortable. One of the more uncomfortable yeah. of the yeah. of the subjects uh, in the of the screens. Uh, I, I agree with that. And, some, and, and, and then when you look at a lot of these things, it's, 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 like I said, I looked at about 150, and some of them are just immediately, just, just people are uncomfortable, and they just yeah. don't, they don't like it in front of the camera. But I, I find that really interesting uh, in, in the ones where there, you can definitely sense there's stuff going on in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, there people are either saying stuff, or there's music playing, or whatever. There's some kind of thing that they're interacting with that you can really feel in some of the screen tests, and some of the screen tests, are, are, they're just interacting with the camera, which is uh, really interesting as well. So it's different in that way. We're speaking with Dean Warham and uh, Britta Phillips. The the uh, the film that they put the uh, music to is... Uh, 13 Most Beautiful Songs for Andy Warhol's Screen Test. Um, and the one, there's so many that I found fascinating. I, I, you know, it's describing some, to some friends that th- this project, and they're saying, well, you're watching people who are doing screen tests. And, well, not even screen tests, really, uh, just uh, doing portraits. Portraits, and, and, yeah. and it's just, it's so fascinating just to watch. I mean, it's not, not something that would immediately come to mind as the subject of something that you would want to watch, really, I mean, to be honest. No, but, I think that's, that's true, and I think... Uh, I'm not sure what Warhol's intention was. I, I don't think the idea is that he would make these and then people would sit down and stare at them for four minutes. I yeah. think they, he made them and, and projected them on on the walls at galleries or parties or things. So sort of this idea is art as furniture in a way. Is that? Would that well, it's be? a portrait. It's, it's, it's a portrait. Um, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not to entertain you. Yeah. It's It's. It's a. I mean, I think it's brilliant because it's a living portrait, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say, Dennis Hopper's really fascinating. I mean, he's sort of, he's, he's, he appeared to be the most like an actor to me. Yes. And, he's clearly doing uh, and some, you know, stellar Adler exercise. Yeah, that's see, yeah. trained with. No, that's the impression I had. I uh, was watching him. Was, he was exactly that. He's going through some sort of a, in his mind, he's, he's acting. He's doing then some. he cracks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he does. He sort of starts laughing at himself and yeah. looks sheepish. <laughs> now, probably happened off camera again. <laughs> now, now, what's been the reaction? Um, well, before you no, before you leave, uh, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I, I'm just curious. Herringbone tweed is what he's wearing. Am I? Right? Yes. Yes. And what? But I, I heard somewhere, read somewhere that you uh, took something from one of the Luna songs to base. Oh yeah, it it's, a, it's a reworked uh, Luna instrumental. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. Which one was that? Because I'm the enabler. That's what I I couldn't I couldn't quite place it, and I was trying yeah. to, and I knew it's, it wasn't the right title. So I okay, good, yeah. thank you. Now I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just curious what the reaction has been among uh, people who uh, consider themselves sort of keeper of the flames for for Andy. Uh, in uh, have many of the people that you know uh, who are you know what's their reaction been to to the uh, the film. Well, the, the Warhol Museum people, as yeah. I call them, <laughs> yeah. were, were very happy. So that was a huge relief, you know, because they're, you know, some of them are very, very 
protective. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I mean, we haven't heard from you know Victor Bacchus or Stephen Watson or I, I don't know. Or, or, or Lou Reed liked it. I was just oh, going right. to ask you. That was my question. Lou Reed or Dennis Hopper? Have they they had a chance to see it, or do you know? But Lou obviously Lou Reed has seen it and he liked it. Huh? But, yeah, Lou Reed came to our show in New York and. Um, he seemed Dean thrilled. talked to him. Yeah, what was that? He seemed thrilled. But, yeah. You know, just, I, I, you know, I, that it was beautiful. It was a strange evening. Uh, it, it was you know, there in January with, I mean, for us it was strange. We were on stage and Lurie was out there sitting in front of us and then his face is, is on this giant screen behind us. And then behind that it was a, it was a glass wall looking out to Central Park South. And wow. It's just odd thinking that, you know, they had made these, little films 40 years ago and he hadn't even seen it since then this one screen test he hadn't seen it then he said that Andy had turned on the camera and just walked out of the room so then to think that you know you fast forward 40 years and see all your friends up on this uh, big screen with Central Park South behind them now now didn't didn't he do a couple of screen uh, these screen tests for uh, for Andy was this was one of oh yeah yeah. there's probably about six of Lou It was tough to pick with him because uh, he had a couple that were so different. The one we picked is um, he's very rock and roll yeah. badass. And I there was another. You refer to him as the tough guy one. Is that? It, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's, a, there's another one where he just looks like um, sweet, innocent. Without the shades on. And it's only yeah. three months earlier, but he just. Uh, yeah. Changed in between. And, and, and some of these, I, I, I imagine the first one was a screen test. And that the the one we chose was actually filmed to be projected on the Velvet Underground. A lot of it, a lot of theirs were, so they weren't being they weren't being tested like other people were. They were specifically designed for the EPI show. Now you're in Central Park, and and uh, Lou's in the audience, and he's up on the screen, and you're singing. Uh not a, young I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he has a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. It really, I, that yeah. really is wonderful. Now, I, I just got to say that um, Billy Billy Name was one of the more provocative uh, screen tests I saw, and and mainly because of that that light in his his glasses. Yeah, yeah. It, it was you think that was chosen because he was involved with lighting? Did they set that up? Do you know? Oh, well, he did the lighting on most of these screen oh. tests. So, so, so he, he, you know, he was he was trained as a as a lighting designer. The lighting's yeah. great on them. Yeah, yeah, the lighting is really good. So, so he wanted that one glare in his dark glasses just to shoot right back <laughs> at you. Then that was and very then, cool. Look. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that that the, that image that Lou Reed's Street Hustle album has a photo of Lou with exactly the same thing with yeah. a with a bright light shining off mirrored sunglasses. Yeah. Which I doubt is an accident. And, and the one, the another one that the, I thought the lighting was particularly good on. They're, they're all, they're all good. But the one I thought Nico's was the lighting on her was one was very well done. Because, yeah. She, because her, w- there's a couple of angles that that take that she's playing the ingenue in, in a couple of those sort of poses that she does, but then she looks exceedingly vulnerable in in some of the other sort of uh, poses, I guess you'd call them, that she strikes in this. Very, yeah, very... That, one, that was different because there's some, there's some camera, well, there's some zooming, there's some moving around there, too, and she moves around. It's, and it's a, it's a longer shot, it's not just the face. Yeah, yeah. that's the interesting thing about her. Is the other screen tests I've seen of her are similar, where in a photo she can look like this ice queen, but uh, in a screen test she she can't keep it up. She looks She does look very vulnerable and self-conscious. Yes. And, 
predictable. Yes. You know, I, I just read that, that Nico was originally was cast in Purple Noon in, in uh, Plan Soleil, the, huh. the film with Alan Delon. Yeah. That's where she met him. Oh, and she was late for shooting, and the director got angry and cast someone else instead. Oh, jeez. Well, that'll, that'll serve her right. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well. Now, you're coming out here to the Los Angeles Film Festival. That'll be uh, this coming Saturday. Um, we're a show at the John Ford Anson Theater. How, how is that playing live? You know, when you, when you have to, I'm assuming you're uh, matching it up, you know, doing, watching yeah. the screen and playing it live. Is that a lot more difficult? Do you feel confined by that? Well, it was in the beginning. Yeah. That was probably one of the most difficult things was yeah. to have it all be timed right. Um, you get used seen, to it? Well, yeah, no, we, see, we just rehearsed last week and it, it all went fine. I well, also, I have, wood. <laughs> I have a special foot switch that I, 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 I stop in, in between screen tests. Like uh-huh. It stops and then I start it again with it. So how many shows have you done now um, in, in, uh, in support of the, of the film? Ten? Ten yeah. or twelve, yeah. maybe? Something yeah. like that? Okay. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I hope to see it. For what it's worth, too, Dean, you're going to be at uh, Skylight Books in Los Angeles, too. Am I right about that? On Sunday afternoon at 5 oh. o'clock, reading for my book. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. That's, 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 you, so you have a whole L.A. weekend plan. You're going to do it? I do. Actually, with, uh, with, yeah. Yeah, we've got a radio thing, too. So, yes, yeah, we've got a, a busy few days. Now, yeah. now uh, what's the, for you, uh, Dean, uh, obviously you've written uh, a book or uh, actually yep. a couple books or just? No, just the one. Just the one, Black Postcards. And, um... What's that process like as for the difference between songwriting and, and writing? Is, there, uh, is uh, there something cathartic about both, or you, what is the sort of the... Well, with, with songwriting, really, you get to be very secretive and, and cryptic and yeah. reveal very little about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a memoir, it was, very, it was very different. I had to clearly you know, take a position on things and express my thoughts. It was difficult. Yeah. I, I felt I, I used the side of my brain that I hadn't used for about twenty years. <laughs> now, 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 are you uh, now are you uh, planning, uh, Britta and uh, Dean? Are you you've got a, another project in the works? Are you working on something? Um... We're going to take I, I, for our next record. I think we're going to take some of these Warhol songs and, and uh, the so- songs song. for this, and and then uh, a few new things, and and put that out on CD next year sometime. That's our plan. Did this, yeah. this, this give you any ideas for uh, for films yourself? Um, well, it, has, your... it's, it made me think that it's a good, that maybe it's a good way to go instead of playing in rock clubs is to try and come up with a think of some other films, some other silent films to score. Yeah, you, you yeah. enjoy that more than playing live. Well, it's well, you get treated better. You play in yeah. nicer rooms with nicer toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Britta, can I just tell you this is a completely personal. I'm going to take my uh, my uh, my co-host uh, prerogative here and tell you, in a in a better in music environment, uh, your songs uh, "Turn Your Head Around" should have been a number one song in in, in the oh. charts. I don't. You, it was. It's just a fantastic single. And back in the day when I was growing up, it's the kind of song that easily could have been uh, charted. Uh, you know, in the a number one song. That's a Lee Hazelwood uh, song. I I was not familiar. Yeah. With. Yes. Terrific song. And Anne Margaret sang it on the, uh, the original recording. 
Yeah, just a terrific song. Just the, well, just, thank the you. just the kind of song. Like I said, I grew up listening to when I was listening to AM radio back many years ago. It was the kind of song that uh, we were all exposed to, and when, when we had a much more diverse and rich sort of uh, musical uh, selection to, to, you to think choose so? from. Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know right. if it was more diverse, but it was uh, well. You're right. Maybe better. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say diverse, <laughs> but what was available as sort of popular culture, it, yeah, it was, was it better. Was, it was better. Yeah. yeah, and I would say on on uh, on AM radio, you could get you know like country pop crossovers like that. Yeah, you know where now it's just I don't know what the country is now, but <laughs> well, it's just so segmented and it's so and so uh, so specialized in the marketing that it's yes. it's just so crazy. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's this is just a terrific film. I'm 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 telling everyone turn and out in a soundtrack, and you've, it's you've you've made the film uh, into something else. And I I hope that people at the Warhol Museum aren't too precious with with their film. They they should appreciate this great work that well, you've the, given yeah. them. I mean, the thing is, people can always turn the volume off. Exactly. Like it. It. I think that's even a function. On yeah, the it's DVD. A, it is an option. It's yeah. play it silent. Yeah, 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 what, yeah. yeah. As if they don't have a volume control. <laughs> right. so I thought the same thing. Well. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming. I've been trying to get, uh, been looking for an opportunity to get you both on. I know you did Squid and the Whale. Any yeah. other, any other work that you guys are working on as far as film is concerned, or in the poss- possible realm of uh, film work? Not right now. But, well, let no, us know. We are available. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll put all of our Hollywood connections uh, on this. So uh, you, you did terrific work all along, and and the so film is very proud thirteen of. most beautiful. And uh, songs from Andy Warhol's screen test. Dean and Britta, thanks so much for being on Film School. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash Film School.